Welcome to Bedlam Social Hour, a D&D podcast. This particular short narrative is one of several unsolicited visions the player characters have experienced periodically throughout the course of our story. In this vision, Grom revisits his captor once more. Here he meets a new companion and is met with some startling revelations about his potential past. We hope you enjoy. You once again find yourself restrained to the point of immobility. The frustration of not being able to move your head is surprisingly insistent. The pain in your mouth prompts you to run your tongue over your teeth. However, you find that you can't move your tongue either. The frustration of that discovery quickly supersedes that of the immobility of your head. You look to the left and right and do take a meager solace in the fact that you can still move your eyes. As you lay there, you see the familiar thatch from before. And after a moment, you hear a voice that does not surprise you. Ah, you're back. Glad to see you decided to journey back to the realm of consciousness. A figure leans over you, and, although you anticipated it, it is still unnerving to see yourself looking down at you. Clothes still bearing the lion of Asypria, your captor holds up a jar. This next bit won't take long. It won't be fun. But it won't take long. You strain to see what the jar contains as your captor opens the lid. He tips the jar over and taps it, trying to pour something out onto your face. You see the jar's contents just before it falls out. Initially, it appears to be a translucent centipede about two inches in length with abnormally long legs. Two pair of antennae protrude from its head, actively probing for something. A slight tail extends from the end, forking into two barbed ends. The thing is finally jostled loose, and you feel it land on your cheek. There you be. Go ahead and give the little fella a second. We want him nice and comfortable. There's a brief moment of inactivity, and then the thing begins probing. You feel it move across your face, antennae tickling your lips, and then moving onto your nose. You have a fleeting thought of trying to bite the thing to death, but even if you could move your mouth, its proximity is not such that it would be feasible. Plus, you're still not sure if you would have to gum it to death. As you feel the creature move up your face, you hear your captor say, Ah, a little closer. There you go. You blink furiously as the thing begins to investigate your eyes, and then you feel your efforts to ward it off suddenly cease. Not from any magical paralysis that seems to have hold of you, but something physically holding your eyelid fast. Your momentary confusion subsides when you realize the thing on your face is what is holding your eye open. Its antennae seem to have multiplied, and several hair-thin tendrils are latched onto your eyelid, holding them open with an iron strength. Then, with emotion so quick you barely perceive it, the pain hits you. The thing burrows into your eye socket past your eyeball. Flashes of pain you never thought imaginable spike through your head. Your vision vacillates between blurs and flashes of white as the creature struggles to find whatever place it seeks. Finally, after what seems like an eternity, there is an audible crunch, accompanied by a culmination of pain that makes your consciousness waver. And then the pain subsides. You're left confused, drenched in sweat, and breathing hard. 
You look around furiously. And after a moment, your captor speaks. There. Now we can keep tabs on you.